You're listening to the Irish Entrepreneurial Experience, and I'm Clara McDonnell. So my background is in the arts as an entertainer. I work as a content creator on social media, and I'm a social media specialist. This podcast is where you'll hear conversations with inspirational entrepreneurs living in Ireland. For this episode, I'm actually speaking to you from a pod. Yes, a lovely little pod outside the Enterprise House building in Carlo. I spoke to an expert in the field of digital marketing, Denise Whitmore, from the Social Media Department, an award-winning digital marketing agency. So I've lots of shared interests with Denise. I found this to be a seriously enjoyable chat. And if you're in the same field as us, or if you're interested in upping your social media game for your business, this may be an equally enjoyable episode for you. So my name is Denise Whitmore. My company is the social media department. I am a social media marketer, digital marketing. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm originally from Wexford, living in the beautiful St. Mullins at the moment. I work with a variety of different clients in different scopes. So for example, if you just needed some one-on-one training, um, I can do that. If the company needs bespoke in-house training, I deliver that. I work a lot with the likes of the skill nets and the local enterprise offices as well. But also there is the option of full marketing management. So I can go into a company and sit down with them strategize their social media um, campaigns for the next three or six months and then implement those campaigns for them as well. So there's a lot of clients out there who I actually post on their behalf and I basically pretend to be them on social media and get more followers. Maybe don't tell people that. (laughs) (laughs) They're a little secret. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, So I, I spend time with the client understanding their voice, their message, their branding and then create content for them and help them get more followers and eventually sales. So you're basically an agency that's just one person, yeah? Yes. So I have people that I I suppose I trust over the years. I've built great relationships with them in terms of photography, videography, um, graphic design, web design, SEO, things like that. That if I need something extra for a campaign, that they are my go-to people. So in a sense, they are my team. It is just me, I'm a solopreneur, but... Uh, I have a nice steady team there behind me as well. So it works out quite well. What are the challenges though from being a solo entrepreneur? I think it's the the challenges for me would be the fact that it is myself. Um, when I, work gets too much, it can be difficult to, I suppose it's actually a control thing for me and, and handing over work. Uh, I Even though I might take on help or assistance and things like that I find I want to make sure that the work is right and I'm sure their work is perfect but I have a little bit of a control freak so if you could clone yourself so I really would like to clone myself (laughs) yes but the thing about that is the challenge it it just basically means that the client is getting really good high quality stuff all the time that I am on top of it all the time it's something yes I need to I need to look at Time management for me is also something really that I struggle with. My husband always gives out about it. That I love my my work. I genuinely love it. Which means then that when I turn off, I am still working as such. Because even if I, you know, have a bath or mm-hmm. I go for a walk, I'm listening to podcasts about my work. I am on TikTok or on Reels and I'm learning about the newest trends that are out. So... 
it's finding that balance of like, when do I actually stop being a social media marketer? I think it's the same for most people who are in business by themselves. You're in business because you love what you do. Mm. And it is hard to actually turn off. When I'm on holidays, I'm reading books about marketing and about, you know, strategizing and I'm getting ideas and uh, getting motivated. So yeah, maybe maybe that's, is, is that a challenge? Um, sometimes I think, some, sometimes I think it is, but... Yeah. So how many years have you been on this journey? Gosh, so officially, yeah. the name, the social media department was born in 2014. But before that, I had other smaller companies that were actually training companies. So my background is in IT. I have a degree in information technology. I first started teaching. That's what I really wanted to do as a child. I had no idea this entrepreneur part was there of me. I really wanted it to be a, a teacher. So um, I fell into IT, didn't really know that I wanted to do it. And I ended up teaching adults, uh, adult education, the likes of ECDL, you know, computers and things like that, uh, computer for beginners. And then social media was born, but not just social media for the social aspect, like beyond Bebo, beyond MySpace. Mm. When Facebook started looking at businesses, and businesses were realizing, actually, this is something that we should be using. So they were coming to me for training. And then I realized, well, what if I actually just did this for you and charged you for this? So that's how it started. I was training first. My first couple of companies were just in uh, teaching adults how to use computers. And then the social media department was born then officially in, in 2014. So, yeah, 10, 10 years. Wow. <laughs> 10 years. In those 10 years, what are the biggest challenges you have faced? So lots of people are, have given me what they would deem as advice to create online content and sell that. So for example, courses on how to run your Facebook page or upload something to Instagram, etc., etc. And I have considered it. I have actually done it before. I have created a video, a tutorial video and uploaded it then and perhaps sold that. The problem with that is that because social media is evolving all the time, that I could create a video today and by tomorrow it could be obsolete. Mm. So the button has moved slightly or changed or the text has changed or something has moved. Um, so that has definitely been a challenge for me to make sure that I am up to date with everything that is happening. As well as that, because I don't specialize in one particular platform, I need to make sure that I am using the other platforms and I understand them all as well. So if a new platform comes out, I do need to spend time making sure that I actually understand that. So yeah. I loved TikTok during COVID. <laughs> I spent COVID creating TikToks and making sure that I can understand the platform. Um, and the same with Instagram Reels. What is your least favorite social media platform? If you're being honest oh, about it and why? Am I allowed to say it? Yes, um, please do. I think X. Me too, <laughs> me too. And I have to say, this is something that I've never liked. Even pre-Elon Musk, I wow. just find X, formerly Twitter, I find it so negative. I have to say, that if you'd asked me this maybe five years ago, now in saying this, honestly, I really don't like Facebook anymore either. And that's not just the front face of it, but the actual management, mm -hmm. the meta business suite, 
it is a minefield to try and navigate yeah. that. It's crazy. And it's always different as well for different people. But the thing I think is really positive about Facebook at the moment is the organic reach on Reels. Oh, yes. Really That's good. That's unreal. That and is... I'm trying to push some of my friends onto that that have turned away from Facebook. Friends yes. that are influencers or musicians, I'm saying, no, go back to Facebook. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. Uh, just a side note, I created a reel on my personal Instagram account. Um, I didn't even know that I had it set in the background that it would go on to my Facebook. It has over a million views. Yeah. So I am kicking myself that I didn't put it on my yeah. person or my professional one. But Twitter... I'll always try to do both. That's what I do, yes. especially for clients. I will put it on, you know, I'll put it on Instagram and I'll tick that box, but I will also separately upload it to Facebook. Yes. And I will find the Facebook reel will do much better. But this is it. When I looked at the statistics of that reel, the views were coming from Facebook, yeah. not Instagram. Yeah. I could not believe it. And that's obviously because Facebook at the moment are pushing reels. They mm. really want people to actually be uploading these short form videos. So your views are going to be amazing. It was the very start when reels first started and when TikTok first started, mm -hmm. you were getting great results because it was new. But coming back to Twitter, if you'd asked me again about five years ago, I loved Twitter. I loved it. I was on it all the time. I loved the engagement. I loved the chats. I used to run Wexford Hour every Tuesday night at nine o'clock for an hour where all the local businesses would chat using the one hashtag on Twitter. But I just found that again, pre-Elon, it just died a death. It yeah. was the engagement dropped off. Um, and it, I did find it was becoming a cesspool of negativity. And even if somebody had a problem with a business, they would straight away go on to Twitter, yes. you know? So Anytime I handle social media accounts for a business, I'd be quite nervous, you yes. know, because yeah. you had to direct them on to email, you know, very or much. to contact somebody directly. Yeah, very much. Um, what I will say about Twitter as well is the only reason or the, the reason why I still use Twitter at the moment. I post very rarely to it, uh, to be very honest with you, but I use it for breaking news. Mm. So anything that's happening around the world, for example, the riots in Dublin, when that happened, I was straight onto Twitter. I was able to see all the information, videos, everything like that mm -hmm. was published first on Twitter. It will yeah. always go on Twitter first. If any of the other platforms break, if Facebook is down, if Instagram is down, everybody runs straight to Twitter to see what is going on. I know, it's so funny. It's very funny. So that's how I still use, use X, formerly Twitter. So what is your biggest achievement? Because I saw on your Instagram that you won an award. Yes, so I have uh, biggest achievement, gosh. Um, I was listed as the top 40, uh, one of the top 40 women to watch in the Ireland and UK by Digital Women. So I was yeah. really, really proud of that. I'm part of a, a network called BNI and I won member of the year in that. So I was really proud of that. Uh, I have to say, lately, my biggest achievement is my new book. I'm yes. so excited about it. And you told me about this earlier, yes. so please tell the listeners. So it's called The Ultimate Social Media Planner. Uh, when I say it's a book, it's basically the first half of it has some information in it for businesses, like how to identify your target audience, how to create a sales funnel. Mm -hmm. There are sample marketing plans in there as well. It's also a list of all of the important dates coming up for 2024 split into UK, Ireland and US. So depending on the market that you're targeting. Um, so it's got loads of information at the start. It also has QR codes that lead to video tutorials. 
that shows you how to do certain things like Canva or how to find your analytics on Facebook because it is difficult for people still. People are still struggling with these things. The second part of the book is more of a planner then. And that has, like I said, your sample marketing plans, but it's got a post prompt for every working day. So it has over 300 post prompts for 2024. And if you are, so I think that there are two different types of people when, when it comes to marketing in, in their business. You have the person who's super organized and they like to plan out three months in, ahead in advance and they know what you know goals they want to hit and their KPIs, etc. And then you have somebody else and very common, they realize, oh my gosh, I haven't posted anything to my social media for like a week. I need to do something. What am I going to do? I have no idea. I don't have time to even think about it. So... It hits both targets, mm-hmm. I guess. You've got the um, you've got the information there to help you plan for the next three months, but also if you open up the book at any week for twenty twenty four, you're gonna see what's happening that particular week. Is it you know International Choc- Chocolate Day? Is it National Book Day? So you're gonna see what's actually happening that particular week, and it's gonna give you some ideas. It's not necessarily that you should talk about this today, but I'm hoping it will get creative juices flowing for for people who are a little stuck in their social media marketing for businesses, especially community groups, charities. They can't necessarily afford to have somebody working full time on their social media marketing. So this is a great um, assistant for them. I asked my first guests what they did for self-care, so I'm going to ask yourself. Because you were saying earlier, you find it hard to switch off. So are there, you know, small things that you do that you might have learned in the last 10 years of business, you know, whether it's to meditate or maybe a bit of exercise, anything like that? Yeah, self-care. So I think I mentioned already I love my bath. (laughs) Okay, I love my bath. Um, I love my bath with nice candles and nice relaxing music. I also mentioned that I live in St. Mullins. uh, So there's beautiful walks around there. We live right next to the river. So there are times when I just need to walk outside of the office and I sit there with a nice coffee and I literally just be in nature for a little bit. So I think that's, that's quite important as well to just get off the phone, get off the screen and just look at the trees and listen to the water. Um, I also love music. So I am a singer in a band. Oh, yeah. Uh, this you might think that this is strange, but I am the lead singer of a Nirvana cover band. I don't think that's strange. I'm a singer as well. <laughs> I'm discovering we've lots in common. I'm yes. very interested about this. Yes. So tell the listeners the name of your band. It's called About a Girl. Very um, good. Lots of people think that, oh my gosh, hang on, it's a female singing Nirvana songs. How does that work? But it does. It, it just works. What's so, your favourite Nirvana song? Oh gosh, I love Lithium. I love Lithium. Um, I love School as well. I, that's such a belter of a song. I, and the crowd goes crazy for it as well. Um, yeah, there, there's a couple of other ones in there as well. Floyd the Barber is a great one to sing as well. So... Uh, we do a lot of the the popular the classics, you know, but there's a lot of other stuff from Bleach and things like that from the other older albums that true Nirvana fans would absolutely love. And I love watching the crowd when we start to sing these particular songs and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're singing this song. This is great. Uh, and yeah, so that's that's a little thing that's just for me on the side. Okay, so you're saying it's just for you on the site, but is the band on social media? 
Yes. And do you handle the social media accounts? Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you're saying that in an awkward way because maybe yeah. you're realizing, okay, we need to get some more posts up there. Yes. Is that it? Yes, 100%. 100%. So what advice would you give if anybody is listening that does music full-time or on the side, what advice would you give for a musician to get out there in social media? I think we can't avoid or ignore short form videos. Um, and I know that it's really difficult when you are performing to get good quality on from mobile phone. It just is. I, I've seen it myself yeah. when we are recording and we're, or when we're playing, sometimes the videos that are coming back from the mobile phone are just not portraying the real sound. OK, um, so I, I fully understand that. But I think we have taken a couple of clips, even if it's just the bass player and it's maybe seven or ten seconds of the bass player doing a little riff. And that has reached like tens of thousands of people. Mm. So just get those little short form clips out there and put them out um, and keep telling people what you're doing as well. Keep telling people because a lot of people think, oh, I've already spoken about this. So why should I put it out again? Somebody needs to see something. Is it seven times, I think, before yeah. they actually, before it registers with them. Yeah. So just And the algorithms as well. Maybe they've never seen it. Exactly. This is it. Maybe they've never seen it as well. Um, I, I hear this a lot, like from clients, oh, we can't put this out again. We've already, we've already put it out. And again, I say to them, if you have, let's say, 100 followers, if three mm. of those followers have seen the post, you're doing well. Mm. The organic reach is so low. So definitely just keep keep putting um, your content out and the short form videos, 100%. Yeah. And then one final thing, if you could give any advice to your younger self about going into business, what would it be? Oh, wow. My younger self? Yes. Hmm. Business-wise or personal-wise? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll go business-wise for this. Okay, business-wise... <laughs> Personal self, I think uh, find my niche. Okay. And stick to it. Okay. Um, yeah, and don't be afraid as well. I think that I compared myself to other people a lot when I was younger. I, I still do it. I think everybody does, but I would like to think I do it a lot less now. Mm -hmm. um, be confident in your skills and just, yeah, just go for it and, and don't be afraid. Um, personally, I think... I really wish I'd, I had started singing earlier because it's done amazing things for my confidence. I was singing a lot as a child, but then life happens, uh, you know, you just move on. And um, But I, I'm so happy that I found these this band. And it's, like I said, it's done wonders for, for my confidence. So if I could tell myself to actually start doing those things that I really like a, a lot sooner, mm -hmm. like playing guitar, like singing mm -hmm. um yeah, i also time. think and maybe you might agree with this if you have a creative outlet it really helps you in business as well 100 percent yeah. agree 100 percent. yeah especially when the likes of us were literally on the computer on the mm. phone like for hours and hours we need to take that kind of digital detox we need to actually walk away from it um one of the things that i found when i was working in it when i was studying it it's very Look, it's ones and zeros. It's very black and white. So it was killing my creativity. Yeah. So that's what I absolutely loved when social media hit. Well, I could use my IT skills, but in a creative way. Yeah. And it was like, wow, everything just started to kind of yeah. merge in together. And like I said before, I had no idea that I had this entrepreneur part of me either. When I was seven years of age, 
I'm probably going on a bit here now, but when I was Not at seven, all. right, uh, it was kind of a funny story. <laughs> I wanted to set up a shop. And so I went and gathered all my mum's clothes and shoes, uh, my baby sister's toys. She was one at the time. So they weren't aware of this? No, they had a clue. <laughs> uh, I put them all out onto the garden, made little for sale signs and priced everything up. And my mum just looked out the window and saw all these strangers in her front garden buying her things. So um, it's always been a kind of a running joke that, you know, Denise has, has had this entrepreneur part of her for a long time. But I thought that what that was, was teaching I thought that that's what it was I wanted to make a difference so therefore I equated that to being a teacher and I was only now in my 30s um well it was only when I was in my 30s that I realized it's that's not what that is it's actually being in business and helping businesses thrive through that creativity and seeing accounts grow and seeing businesses make sales and 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 customers convert and seeing that traffic like there was one campaign for a particular hotel won't name any names but uh when after the three months we looked at how much revenue was being generated by facebook and it was over 800 percent of an increase 800 percent of an increase and that was yeah. just coming well. from facebook um so seeing things like that was like yes this is brilliant i love it mm-hmm. Well, Denise, thank you so much for coming into the pod in Enterprise House today. If you're interested in finding out more about some of the things that Denise discussed, go to her Instagram, which is at Denise, D-E-N-I-S-E, with more, W-H-I-T-M-O-R-E. Go to the link in bio. You will see the link for the ultimate social media planner. And I have my copy now. I have to say it's really helpful absolutely amazing and it's actually a beautiful present to get somebody that's in the social media game or that wants to step up the game there's also a link for 20 killer hooks for instagram you can subscribe to her social media updates you can find out about her being the 20 digital women to watch and you can join her free facebook group if you enjoyed this episode please do come back and listen again and don't forget to follow on spotify thanks a million for listening (laughs) 